What's good, Clipper Nation? Welcome to another episode of Inside the Six Clippers Edition. Um, we back after the first post James Harden trade. Um, we got to see Russ Hart and PG Kawhi and Zoo on the floor together. And man, ah, uh, it didn't go. Good. I mean, it didn't go as well as we wanted it to go. We lost ninety-seven to one eleven. Um, but the positive is Russ and Harden kept us in that game. A lot of people going and all that to push their narratives and shit. But Russ and Harden kept us in that game on the floor together. Um, Russ shot uh eight for thirteen, one for three. 17 points, James Harden, 6 for 9, 2 for 4 from 3, 17 points also. Um, those two was kicking. Um, when Russ was on the floor with Harden, Harden was playmaking. And a lot of people was wondering if, oh, if it's going to take the the duties out of each of those, those hands. Listen, Harden had 6 assists last night. Russ had 4 assists. Um, a lot of heart and burn came. A lot of lot of heart and points came from um, Russ being off the floor. If we being honest, um, I, I, that's a good thing. I don't know why it's accounts on Twitter, social media, trying to spin that and make it seem sound like uh, Russ is a problem when Harden is on the floor. They understand that when Russ is in the game, he's a point guard. He is the point guard. I can't even say that. I had to think about what I said. Russ is the point guard, but last night, that was, like, when you look at it, Russ was the point guard. He was initiating the offense still. Let me not get that because they'll try to twist it to make it seem like, oh, he see that Russ is the point guard, but. Russ is the point guard. He initiates the offense. He gets everybody set up, blah, 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 blah. Just last night, when it came down to it, Harden was not focused on being a scorer while PG, Russ, then was on the floor. Well, when all four of them was on the floor, let's say that. When all four of them on the floor, Harden did not care about being a scorer. He was in, He was assisting the ball. He was set, He was driving and kicking. He was... Pulling defenders out to him so he could get Zoo the ball. He was pick and roll with Zoo. Like, all that shit matters. Um, and Russ did exactly what everybody complained about. And like, here's the thing I don't understand. Just last week, Clipper fans sat and complained. Oh, PG and Kawhi need a scorer on the floor. They need somebody to help them score. There's too much. We all say, oh, it's too much weight on them to have to do. Keep consistently score. I ain't gonna lie. Last the last game when um PG fouled out, I was looking for Russ to be a scorer, and he wasn't really that. And I I was upset about it, but y'all got on Twitter and shit. It dragged the freak out of it, drug it so much, and it was all Russ is cooked as a scorer. Well, the man came back and decided to be a scorer while James Harden was playmaking. 
I guess what everybody's narrative is. Run shot too much. Make up your mind. Like, this is why you can't talk basketball with a lot of fans and a lot of things that I see and hear in Twitter spaces. Like, y'all sound so fucking stupid. You go from saying Russ is cooked as a scorer, Russ need to do more offensively, and he come out and do more offensively as a scorer, and you complaining that he shot too much. And it's not like he shot a bad clip. The man was 8 for 13. What are y'all complaining about? I could see if the man was out there 3 for fucking 13. He was 8 for 13, and y'all still complaining. He shot too much. It took away from Hart and scoring. It took away from Kawhi scoring. He did his part. Like, what are y'all talking about? If we want to be honest, PG shot 2 for 11. Not that it's not as many shots as we used to seeing him get, but it's forced people on the floor that can score now. Like, do y'all not understand how that works? Now, granted, rotation, I feel like Ty Lue could have did a better job rotating players. Um, It was a point where both all three, uh, Kawhi PG and Russ was in there, and Harden was just running the second unit, which I didn't like. Um, I would like to see it staggered as Russ and PG are on the floor and James Harden and Kawhi Leonard are on the floor. Like, we need it to be staggered like that. We know, just like we can we can also see a little set of just PG and Kawhi on the floor with Bones Highland running point. But we need, I feel like we need to always have a, a A1 defender on the floor, whether it's Kawhi or whether it's PG. I know Russ can get out there and defend, but I mean, like, at that level of those two, just like we need to always have a facilitator on the floor, whether it's Harden, whether it's Russ. If I'm correct, it was a, a, a stretch where neither, uh, none of those was on the floor. None of them at all. And I ain't like that. But, hey, I'm hoping that Talib... Talu gonna watch the game back and realize what was what was working and what, what didn't work. Um, as for the four again, um, let's let's talk about something else. Um, because this this is a big deal. Last night the defense went away with James Harden, and this was one of my biggest issues. Um, if you've watched the Clippers games and past, like, and granted, James Harden is getting his legs up under him. He's learning the team. We got to give them time to develop that chemistry defensively. But the way we was getting our score with all four of them on the floor together was not ideal. Like, and I'm not saying this James Harden. I'm not saying this Russ. I'm not saying this PG. I'm not saying this Kawhi. I think it's all of them together learning each other defensive habits. Like, the, I ain't going to say learning each other because the first three all know each other defensive habits. They're trying to figure out James Harden, and James Harden is trying to figure out them defensively. Once James Harden finds his place defensively, the way he works inside of that offense, it'll flow. It'll flow a lot better. So I'm not tripping over it, bro. I don't. I know it just needs to be better. Like the way it was last night, it's not gonna. It's not gonna look good on paper with them all four on the floor. If that's the defense we can expect out of them. Um. Shit, but man, PG got to come out and have a better offensive game. Two for 11, one of six from three. That's not the PG we need. Oh boy, my allergies is killing me.
Zubat was three three. I feel like we again. I don't know. I feel like we should have seen some more Zubat too. Zubat got to start dominating offensively, man. Like we really need him to dominate offensively. Mason Plumlee came in and was big for us. Like it, it ain't gonna show up on the stat sheet because he wasn't scoring, but he was big for us. A block, I mean, not a block, a steal. Sister rebound, man. Man was the only one outside of Coffee and Kobe Brown that was in the plus, in the plus minus. Um, the bus was hooping. Man, shit, we fucked around and let fucking Julius Randle become twenty seven points, and not on the fish and shoot it, but he got his twenty seven. R. J. Barrett came back. Was a plus 13, 26 points. So if we would have locked in defensively and PG didn't have the game that he had, I see different results. But I know what it could have should around him, man. You got to get the fucking job done the first chance you get. Um, we got the Nets next. Um, Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, uh, 7.30 p.m. East, not the East Coast side. I mean, yeah, East Coast side. Um, so yeah, your boys gotta have a bounce back game. They gotta do everything that they meant to do. Um, I'm not tripping over the big four yet. I know it's their first game together. The way y'all react showed me that a lot of y'all ain't played a high level of sports because y'all don't understand that chemistry plays a big part in how a team performs when they're just learning each other. And y'all expect everything to be instant result just because they are perfect, uh, uh, made it to the NBA, and that's not how shit works. So, uh, uh, at some point, I just need to find the right side of Twitter. I think that's what it is. I need to find the right side of Twitter with all, all the basketball minds. I need to stop talking basketball with high school motherfuckers that'll never see a high level of basketball. That's just playing on a, on a sorry motherfucking team. And think they know basketball. I need to stop talking basketball with motherfuckers that can't get out of the church league. I gotta stop talking basketball with people like this because well, I ain't gonna say I. That's we all need to stop talking basketball with people like this. Like all the basketball spaces, I'm done with unless it's so JD. Like they're the only ones that I trust to to run a space of basketball and keep it basketball talk with knowledge and not allow clowns to do. Clown shit. So yeah, um, hopefully we see this get better over the. You know, we gotta give it a ten game stretch before we start saying, "Oh, let's move this person to the bench. Let's move this person off ball." Blase, blase. Let them figure it out. That was it was flowing offensively to me. It was flowing. We could have uh, PG could have hit some more shots and it would have made that game a lot different. But offensively, that was flowing. Defensively, they got to work on some shit. So, we're going to see it get real, better. Don't give up on them yet. But, um, yeah, appreciate you guys from tuning in. Thank you for watching another episode of Inside the Six. This is Six. I catch y'all on the next episode. Nice.